Cause ain't nobody coming to save you. You gotta be an owner. You gotta take ownership of your life. And then when you get to the next level, you start taking ownership of other people's lives. This week, our show is brought to you by our partner in crime, Organifi. Organifi is an organic superfood supplement line that makes quality, trusted nutrition convenient and accessible. Their most popular product, Green Juice, can supercharge your life, restore that glow, and help you feel decades younger in just 30 seconds per day without having to worry about shopping for ingredients, mixing and blending them, and then cleaning up afterwards. All ingredients are USDA organic, vegan-friendly, and made without GMO ingredients, gluten, or soy. Where else can you get superfoods like chlorella, moringa, spirulina, wheatgrass, ashwagandha, and turmeric, just to name a few? So make sure you guys check it out at www.organifi.com forward slash success. That's O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I dot com forward slash success. And now to today's show. I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in beast smoke. Stop being gazelles, you're not average. You're not even good, you were born to be great. What's going on world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host CJ, joined as always by the Bayesian sensation, Mr. Carl Wesley Phillips. What's going on, what up y'all? As well as Dr. Douglas Thomas, 49 and fabulous. And fabulous. 49. Woo-wee. 49 yeah. and fabulous. And what I, used to, I remember when I was young, I used to think 49 was old. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> about that. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you, know what I'm saying? You, want, you want to break into him, see, or you want me to break uh, into about him? About that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, saying. Like, you, you, I'm just being real, bro. When I, yeah. Hey, when I was six, seven years old, uh, my grandma probably was 49. Yeah, right. <laughs> and, and I was just like, yo, dirt. Oh, oh, bro, I promise you, now that I'm 49, I'm feeling like, yo, this ain't this ain't young for sure, but this ain't, <laughs> you know, dinosaurs. I used to think, Ooh. like, my grandma got five years left when she was 50. Like, she right. got five more yeah, years that's left. true. You know yep, what I'm saying? No, that's true. I feel the same way about being in my mid-30s now. I'm like, mm. shoot, I remember when you would have said, dang, you in your mid-30s? Like, Lord have mercy. Luckily for me, uh, most of the crew is older than me, so y'all keep me feeling young. Uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm the youngest of this yeah. particular group. It ain't it ain't until I'm around Jalen and his girl and they squad and all, <laughs> you know, Kale and all them that I start feeling like an old head. So mm. I'ma just uh, always, hey, tip of the day, just surround yourselves by some old people <laughs> and how you feeling young. Cause he, hey, although 49, hey. you look young, your body hey, ain't you know what's crazy though? Yeah, that, but what's so crazy about that is I feel the same way, Carl. Hang with mm. young people and you feel young. I don't know. You oh, said yeah. your foot. You had a little, you know what I'm saying? You had a little limp. Oh, uh, I didn't say uh, nothing about it. Yeah. the other day. Yeah, yeah. No hey. questions asked. That's still there. But when you're around young people, you still feel it. Whether your body you is it. young or not, your mind. See, we talk about mind stuff. He talking about body. I was talking to Jamal yesterday. Jamal was saying, like, dude, he was like, how old are you? I was like, 39. He's like, how you feel right now? I was like, probably seven, seven out of 10, like in terms of just where my body is. He's like, well, let me just give you the good news right now. Hey, go down from here. He's like, at 50 <laughs> and 60, bro, really? if you had a seven now, it's going down. It's going to be six, five, four, three, two, one. So he's like, you want to get that up to a nine, 10 as much as you could quick because it's happening. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, well, well, you know hey. they play sports too, Carl. So they no, got a little true. bit 
Yeah. They got a little bit more, because I'm going to be real. Like, when I listen to TJ, I'm like, I ain't never had no back problems, shoulder problems. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's got a that's more sports mileage, stuff. See? Yeah, mm-hmm. no, that's yeah. When you play sport, they played a very brutal sport, bro. So yeah. they they bodies no, took a little little bit uh, more of a licking. No, I, all my injuries are football related. Every single one. No question. My ACLs, my shoulder. Like I never had yeah. no injuries hooping. Every single injury surgery I didn't had as a result of football. So. And I'm tripping, see, because yeah. you did yours in high school. You don't need to do college. Right. What if you had that's probably college? worse. Yeah. High school. Yeah, but uh, hey, let me tell you something. I thank God. I'm like, it could have been worse. You see some of these bros running around with that CTE and stuff like that, man. Right, right. Can, bro. And can't you know walk. What I'm and can't, some of them don't have it, but the back, you know, TJ went and played college. His back is, he constantly got to get back surgery. So uh, it's, yeah, bro. Yeah. So, yeah, it's a whole yeah, Carl, game. Yeah. But anyway, what'd you do for your birthday, man? Besides me and you went in the studio and um, at Patchwork, <laughs> shout out to Patchwork. Oh, Carl, you should have seen us, bro. We was like best friends in there, man. Usually, Ooh. you know what I'm saying? I know he was having flashbacks. Usually when we go in the studio to do a voiceover, it uh, <laughs> it ends in, our, in the relationship taking a setback. <laughs> you know what <laughs> but you know what's so funny? Like, you learn how to work with each other, right? So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll tell it. But he smoked the voiceover. Um I don't know if we can say it. I don't care. We're doing a voiceover for the Charlotte Hornets. I believe we're opening up their season. So if you hear this before the season, don't tell anybody. But um, yeah. Charlotte, we're, we're opening up the season for the Charlotte Hornets. And so uh, we were at the studio, and he smoked it. Like, he's, like, compared to where he used to be and, and mm. how bad he used to be. Like, because, you know, <laughs> he, of course, you know, he go off the, the, the feeling and the spirit in the room. So he's mm-hmm. not used to reading script back then. So he would, back then in the day, he'd be reading like, there's only one time for a good basketball. I'd be like, hey, really? dog. I'd be like, bro, like, that it ain't said. it, dog. I used to exactly be like, hey, said, that's not what they looking for. And I promise you, it, there was more lines the other day, Carl, than probably any Ever. of the voiceovers we Ever were doing before, at the beginning. Oh, wow. Ever. Yo, it was long. It was a long script. It was doggone. It was like a poem, a long poem. It was. It wow. was. And I say he probably knocked it out completely, hundred percent, nailed it in twenty minutes. I promise wow. you. We used to be in there doing joints, and I promise oh, you, them joints hours. about five lines. We'd be in there by six hours. Hours, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I'm sitting there tripping like, e, what are you doing? And I told you that one time. The funniest part was when I was like, e, that ain't it. Do it again. That ain't it. We weren't even waiting for the people to say it. I was just like, yo, I can't even let you put that out there. And that boy, he looked at me. He was like, hey, see, won't you come do it? I was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so, so I learned, though, because what I learned was early on, I would correct E like every line, right? Yeah. But then what happened was he would start overthinking every line, and even the lines that he was doing right, he would start doing wrong. So what mm. I did was this time... I said, all right, cool. He read through the whole script. I'm talking about murdered it. But it was like maybe two lines out of like 30 that he was getting wrong. But I let Mm -hmm. him go through it for like 20 minutes until I felt like he had all the lines. And that for some reason, it said, said, we're not the Big Apple. We're not the Lone Star State. But he kept saying Long Star State. I think he was getting Longhorns and Lone Stars mm. mixed up. I wasn't getting confused. I saw what the word said. <laughs> oh, okay, I didn't know. You kept, yeah, yeah, you no. kept saying I just got horn, a phonetic problem. Like the steakhouse. Yeah. I was like, eh, yeah. eh. But they yeah. didn't say anything, but I was like, so I let him go all the way through it, Carl, mm. until he got the whole thing done like 
th- like at least five times flawlessly except for that line and it was one more line. And so then I was like, all right, E, try to say Lone Star. And then he went and just smoked it, said Lone Star. Mm. That last line killed it. I said we was out of there. We got in there, started at around 9.05, and we were out of there by 9.30. Oh, wow. easy. Yeah, oh, the, easy. I'm talking about out of oh, there. Oh, easy. Yeah, yeah. and, and so, I think I'm this is you, a- uh, from, Go ahead, my bad. No, no, go for it, Carl, because what you about to say is more important, then I'm going to come yeah. behind you. No, no, I was saying, like, just for real, we talk about growth, like, and I'm, I'm like, saying, wow, for real, like, see, just explained it, but I'm telling y'all, like, this was a struggle for Ian, yeah. and it's not no joke, like, I'm talking about when oh, he no. said five hours, like, for mm-hmm. real, five hours, and it's not no exaggeration, and it would have been, I'm talking about E frustrated to the 40s to get it done, so, yeah, no, I'm proud of you, E, man. Yeah, no, 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 and, and, and to... Those of you who are listening, like, yo, don't don't play with it. Like, don't miss what C just said. I think that's the biggest, you know what I'm saying? I think that's the biggest part is what C just said in terms of I waited. And, and, and for those of you who are trying to get to another level, you know, we're, we're being honest with you with the extreme execution, you know, program. Like, I'm just being real. Like, you need to go through this, especially you got a spouse, a business partner, because the OC would have just known, like, it's wrong. And he would have corrected me. Like, and, and it ain't nothing wrong with him correcting me. It is wrong. But because of the assessment now, C, C has a better understanding, not just of what's right and oh, wrong, question. of how I'm wired. And like, you know what? He was wrong. And I'm not going to sit here and not correct him. Like, I, I'm not going to let, I'm not going to sit here and let him say long when it's long. Like, I'm not going to do that. And, and I'm not, like, caring about his feelings. Like, I'm not going to let his feelings override, you know, a level of expertise. But based on the assessment, I know now when to do it. And so mm-hmm. a lot of you, for real, you are phenomenal. Like, see, you're a high D, what we call a pilot. And, and, and you are right. You need to. But based on who you're dealing with, you got to know. Mm-hmm. And I want to say this because I need y'all to understand because, like, sometimes y'all watch us and you go, eat a goat, you know, eat a goat, eat. Okay, yeah, the goat. But the goat, I've got to, <laughs> I had to put in work to be a goat when C oh, no said it. I'm not going to sit here and lie. When he said loan, I, 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 as soon as he said it, I was like, I already know. I don't know what I said because I wasn't paying attention, but I knew I said long star. And it didn't have anything to do with, I knew it wasn't no G. But my brain, it, it, it reads what's, what I wanted to say, not what's on the paper. Like, I don't always read what's on the paper. I read what's like, in my what mind. I want to read. You know what, yeah, what I'm saying? Like, it, so tell yeah, the teacher like, next time you're reading the wrong word, like, oh, no, I read what I want to read. You <laughs> feel me? Like, that's what I was doing. And, and it was like, and, and, and I don't know if this makes sense to the two of you guys, but when you, when you don't read well, the way you compensate for it is you start forecasting. You feel me? So it's like a bunch of words that you know you're going to see and you start forecasting like, okay, L-O-G. And so your brain like, all right, let me get that for you, E. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me get that for you so you don't even have to, you don't even have to say it. I'm going to get it for you. You feel me? So when C said it, I, I looked at it. I was like, yep, that's loan. I, yep, I got you, C. But as soon as you said it, the anxiety hit me. Like, as soon as you said it, <laughs> the anxiety hit me. And I was like, all right, E, relax. I tried to say it real nice, too, though. Yeah. No, no, like you did a good job. He was in the job. studio part, and I was yeah. in, like, the, you know, the, he was in the recording yeah. part. I was yeah. out in the studio, yeah. and I stepped oh, on no. a little pedal. I was like, hey, oh, hey, you did hey Eric. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used a full name. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Eric. Yeah. 
Yeah. Hey, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Oh, he did a phenomenal job, Carl. Like, hey, it buddy. Was very, wow. You're doing great. It, it, I, hey, Carl, yeah, right, 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 right. It was very supportive. Yeah, you know it was very supportive. Affirmation. You're doing great yeah, in there, buddy. Doing a yeah. Great job. Um, <laughs> it's actually loan, though, not long. Yeah. Yeah. You think you can give yeah. me a loan, not a loan? Yeah. You know yeah. Can you give me a loan? And the anxiety <laughs> still hitting. You know oh, bro. It, oh, you know, the cool OC thing would have been like, was, hey, E, what you reading, dog? It say long. Right. Why you keep saying long? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> so, so the anxiety, oh. and, and I'm just saying this because, it, for real, there are those of you who are watch, you watch us like, man, y'all so far along, and you think, like, we still don't have challenges, bro. It's like, it's real. Like, it's real. But because of how he said it, I, I didn't take it like, like he said it almost like, yo, E, and he, I don't even know if he remembered, but he almost said it like, yo, E, just that one and we good. Like, that's, how, that's what he said. Hey, mm -hmm. E, just that word and we good. And that made me feel comfortable, like, all right, cool. I'm 99% got it. I just need to say that over again. And then he said, because Carl's about to start from the top. He's like, oh, no, 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 don't, don't start from the top. Just go mm -hmm. from that paragraph right yeah. there. Uh, that's like, all oh, you needed cool. to hear. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, I was like, oh, cool. You know what I'm saying? Like, I start from the top. Oh, yeah. Because I the problem was Let me tell you something, though, Carl. You, you, I think me and E so comfortable in our swag. Mind you, that the people from the Hornets are also, like, uh, quote, unquote, in the room, right? Because they're patched mm, into the room. They're patched in. I got you. Yep. So they're supposed to be directing it. But because I know where <laughs> E's best is, I just yep. took E, I promise you, they probably said five words the whole time. We just wow. self-corrected. And then I was like, yo, is that it? Ooh, and he was like, uh... Yeah, if you could just say, like, go Hornets, we good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm wow. like, okay, cool. So me yeah. and E had got to a point with the give and go where we, ne like, I'm telling him, don't do it over. I'm like, no, nah, don't do that part. Just do this part over. Like, that's the <laughs> stuff they supposed to be doing. But because yeah. we're so dialed in and we've done this so many times, we were able to just knock it out. And by the time we got done and we were comfortable with it, they were like, oh, man, this sounds incredible. And so for those of you out there, again, you know, for me, you talk about working on mastery, right? And mm. listen to me, man. Carl, you better tell them to get in and breathe you because my, the phone calls, you know, the Thursday calls about to really start going crazy when we go to this mastery series and teaching you how to be a master and why to be a master. But one of the things I saw early, obviously, is E has one of the most powerful voices. And I actually meant to say this to you in the studio the other day, E, but... When I was thinking way back when to even when we did our first voiceovers, I was like, oh, I'm looking at the James Earl Jones and the Morgan Freemans and nothing against them. E49, they got to be like near 79. Right. I'm like, at some point, there's going to be a changing of the guard and E is going to be that voice for the commercials and the movies mm. and you know that voiceover. And I was like, yo, so by the time E gets into his, you know what I'm saying, senior citizen stage, he won't have to be on stage waxing deep to make mm -hmm. money. He could literally have a, a, a recording studio at the crib and sit there and do all state voiceovers. And now right. they're looking at him to, as that voice. And so now I'm looking at how good he is now. I'm like, oh, yeah, we could do anything. The only other thing I was going to say to you the other day in the studio e, is, you know, the next step for you in terms of them voiceovers is we need to start signing you up for acting classes right now. Because mm, okay. when you do like Finding Nemo and them right. Disney Pixar joints, right. it's oh. not just about the voiceover and like the the raw. It's about like acting and play, you know, playing back and forth off somebody with the voice. And so the next mm -hmm. thing we need to do is the acting, so that we can do, you know, uh, Lion King Part Four. You know what I'm saying? Right. We yeah. could be ready. So, yeah. So yeah. that so that is, you know, e, I meant to tell you that. So let's look into, yeah. you know, maybe when you get out to the L.A. area. 
you know, just yeah. signing up for an acting class once no a week questions where you asked. can go and start working yeah, on no it. Yeah, no questions but, asked. Um, yeah. yeah, no, I think people, you know, underestimate the amount of work and time and effort that we put in. I mean, he did a whole book, right? Like, so mm-hmm. we did the whole Secret to Success book from top to bottom. So imagine how many hours of mastery that is. And so, of course, he had the gift for it. But what we talk about is the gift times the passion right. times the execution and, and times the, the experience. Yeah. You yeah. know, being a major component in that, and, yeah. you know, top end mastery. And so, yeah, no, it was dope and it's getting better. Speaking of reading, I promise y'all, let me tell you something. Uh, we need to give these teachers a raise. Because yeah. let me tell you something. Trey got homework now. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm tapped out, bro. It's real. Right. I'm it's tapped real, out, right. bro. I'm, I, l- listen, we in there reading. In kindergarten. Them, like, the word is like house, and I'm like, sound it out. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, he like, ha, 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 ow, ow, ow. I'm like, okay, what is it? Have to. I'm like, son, what? I'm like, bro, you said the word. I'm like, just, just say it faster. Word. You know what I'm saying? He's like, horse. Quick. I'm like, bro, okay. I said, all right. I looked at his mom. I said, okay, I, get me out of here. You know what I'm saying? My man there said the whole, ha, 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 house. Have to? I said, where did you get a T? You know what I'm saying? So yeah, no I'm kindergarten is hey, officially stressing me out. Tell him to tell him to FaceTime me, uh, God Dad, let me work with him because I, bruh, my brain's still on that right now. Right, you that's what I was thinking so, when you said Lone Star. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I guess Trey read what he want to read too. Oh, so, I, bruh, I promise you. Hey, don't don't. Real quick though, guys, the fans cannot miss this. Right, those supporters out there, those of you trying to grow, you cannot miss this one part about the podcast. That's phenomenal. I and and again, we you know, you always say you want your two man, so you need to understand what that looks like. But I had hit C and was like, yo, C, bro, you got family over, you an hour away from the studio, like, bro, that's good. I swear I can go in and knock this thing out on my own. And C was like, no, no, I can't let you do that. Like, I gotta be in there, I gotta hear it. And and just in case, you know, you're having some complications with them on the other side as the talent, you can't do the uh, voiceover boy and have to deal with them. If you have to deal with them and it don't go right, that's going to throw your whole swag off. So don't sweat it. I'm coming. Which is another reason I was grateful to do it in Atlanta because they were trying to find somewhere here. And I was like, bro, I'm just trying to be real with you. I've been, I've done it in Lansing before and them dudes like not used to dealing with somebody on that level. So they like, I can't explain it to you, but it would take the engineer hours to do you know what I'm saying? Like it's taking him hours to get set up and even deal with this. Like he's not even accustomed to dealing with something on this level. Whereas mm. CJ and then our engineer in um our engineer in Atlanta at Patchwork, uh, what sh- uh, shot him out for me, see? Luther. Uh, Luther is I'm the talking man. about Luther is a beast. A yeah. beast. And so when you got those two individuals um handling it for you, is bro, I promise you, it's bruh. I'm trying to tell y'all, like, if I have to work with an engineer that don't know what he's doing, or never really dealt with these high clients before, right, right. and then, uh, then, and then it messes up the person on the other end. Now, you know, they kind of like trying to fill them out and deal with them. That's an hour and a half just right there. Right, like, right. I promise y'all it is. But because Luther knows the equipment, he's a master with patchwork, and they sent us the best. Listen to me, Luther's not the only engineer, but they, Kurt always sent us the best. He always gives us Luther. So you got a master engineer, you got a master in that C knows me, 
better than I know myself in, 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 in this regard. And then you got me in the booth as a master. Bruh, mm-hmm. you got three masters. Mm-hmm. It take 20 minutes. You feel me? Like, it no, take no 20 doubt. minutes, bruh. And I'm back into career with my girl. We get to spend about a good hour and a half together. Then we had a meeting. Um, praise God, I got to do what I wanted to do on my birthday. She was pissed, but it's like, it, it is my birthday? She's like, why are we working on your birthday? Because I like, I want to work and not, um, and you not be pissed about I'm working. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, that's my uh, birthday gift. That's my birthday that's gift. Right, right. That's my gift, bro. She's like, you already been to the studio. Now nah, you did it. And then me and Jalen did a, um, what do you call it? Me and Jalen did a certification. Then we had a, a Lashana, me, and we had a meeting. That was great, bro. Didi was pissed. Like, what kind of birthday is this? I was like, mine? <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? No doubt. Yeah, so that's it. I just wanted to let the people know, like, yo. That's all you did on your careful. birthday? I thought you was going to, no, y'all ain't go out to eat? Y'all thought you were going to tell us a little more. Come on, man. You're 49. Oh, no, no, bro. no. Me and Jalen <laughs> and uh, MJ and Didi went to Mangoes. I had told Carl that. I just went to Mangoes, grabbed me. You know, I love Caribbean. Went and grabbed the mangoes and I, that was it. Went back to the crib. Um, I did have a gift. Serena not only won, but was a, mm. but the easiest match. She, that, the right. easiest opens final. She, I mean, an opens semi that she ever had. Oh, six she one six zero. Oh, girl. Mm-hmm. I mean, smoked her. Oh, she smoked her. Uh, you, oh, girl, quit. Like I could see it in her face. Like. Serena was hitting that sucker so hard, she didn't even hardly get a racket on some of them joints. I'm like, oh, Which yeah. I'm grateful she, for, see, because my philosophy, Carl, is that because she plays these long matches, when she gets to the finals, she burnt out. She burnt out, yeah. She burnt yeah. out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So she's back with a chance. Got one more game today. She wins yeah, that. She's I'm back pissed. in the finals. I got, um, I got to coach baseball tonight at 7.30. She started 7, Ooh. so I'm going to miss the whole thing. Bro, um, Trey, Trey bedtime is 8 o'clock. The game started at 7.30. I'm like, y'all oh, wow. wildin'. Wow. <laughs> y'all wildin'. So Kenny Gardens, bro, night games? Huh? Kenny Gardens with night games? Oh, yeah, they play <laughs> under the lights, bro. Not, Unbelievable. It's no, it's no joke. Hey, it's a scrimmage, too. It's a scrimmage. Oh, wow. I'm telling you, it's Bro, it's nah, mastery, nah, it ain't got out of hand for real. Like 7.30, I'm like, bro, we literally take the kids up, put them in the bathtub at 7.30. His game start at 7.30. And they mm. play an hour and 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah, it's not, it's no joke. So anyway, I'll be out there coaching. But I told I told Candace, I'm going to hand you my phone. You watch Serena. And every time we switch and I got to get to come back over there, tell me what's going on. Because... I don't know, for some reason, you can't watch it after you hear, you know, all the alerts and updates and text messages. You can't go home and just record it and watch it. It don't hit the Mm-mm. same, you know what I mean? No, so hopefully bro, she I get that dub. And, um, and then get yeah. that dub. Because, you know, they, they knocked out number two yesterday. So it's uh-huh. like the field is wide open like it's it was open. for her uh-huh. in the, in the, uh, for the, yeah. for the uh, yeah. Wimbledon. Oh, yeah, it's wide open. lost too. So, yeah, this, this, she got to get it done this time. She got and, and, but I, I think it would be appropriate because you're at home. So if you mm. had to wait to get it, it'd be, you know, to be able to get it in New York and you're in, in front of the, you know, American right. fans. And then it'd be mm-hmm. over with. Once she get this 24, she tied. She already the greatest ever to do it in the modern era, but she'll be tied. And then it's like, okay, no more. If you win some more, cool, but no more. You know, retire. She could retire in peace. Yeah, no, she need to get to 25, though. I feel you, but she... You know yeah, that's saying? me, too. I see I'm that. on 25. Okay. Let's I just clean you. that thing. But, yep. I, but here's what I feel, Carl. I feel mm. if she can get 24, 
she can get this monkey off her back and the 25th oh, yeah, no will be question. easy. Mm, I just feel like yeah. she's concentrating too much. It's like Lone Star. You know what I'm saying? She's mm. concentrating too much right now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's just too yeah. much, bro. 24. You know what I'm saying? 24. It's just too much, bro. She can't just go out and play and have fun. It's like, I got to get this 24. I got to get this 24. And that's another message for some of y'all, for real. You're just overthinking it, you know, or you like... It's not fun no more. And she said that. She's like, yo, when I first started playing, I didn't care how many I won. I was just having fun. And for some of you, you were just having fun. That's one thing about us. While we have taken it to the next level and we do understand the opportunities that we have and we got to nail these opportunities, we still we still having a lot of fun. And a lot of you yeah. not having fun no more. And you got to get back to the fun part of it. Doesn't make sense to do it if you're not going to have fun. No question. Um, speaking of fun, NBA 2K20. Um, yes. I yes. haven't played video games in a long time, but uh, man, shout out to Toby Inwigwe. Inwigwe. Um, for those of y'all who don't know, I think we alluded to it on the podcast before, but I can't remember if we were allowed to say anything at that moment. But Toby is actually in the NBA 2K20 commercial with D Wade and Anthony Davis and all of those guys. And he's also got the title song on the NBA 2K20 soundtrack. So just uh, unbelievable work uh, by him. And, you know, again, man, just the whole crew, man, um, you know, things are falling into place. And, you know, we, we, uh, we work hard for these moments. And, you know, that felt like another milestone. And it always feels different to see Toby winning because... You know, we were in it so much with, you know, E and kind of, you know, this brand and like, you know, really like the the day-to-day nuts and bolts of it. Whereas Toby, you know, we just kind of provided that support and, and advice. But, and, you know, I've been able to watch it from a little bit more of an outsider perspective while still just kind of coaching him through the process. So to see, you know, his wins... It's almost like yeah. mirroring uh-huh. our success that we had. Like I remember those milestones of like, oh, Toby got an ESPN commercial. Right. Oh, now he's on the right. video game. And it's like, wow, you know, you see it right. happening again. And it's cool and it's fun. I don't play video games anymore, but a lot of people do. And uh I think NBA 2K20 is actually like the most popular video game, you know, in, in maybe in the world. I don't know. Uh in the US maybe. And um, yeah, so big shout out to him. If you haven't seen it already, go over to where all the kids are watching that kind of stuff. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, all right, let's uh, let, let's jump into let's something. Let's go. Today. Let's go. Hey, before we go, jump into something, man. Shout out to Eddie. We apologize. Oh, we usually time. do this podcast like Monday or Tuesday. Oh, and have it ready fault, to go Eddie. up Thursday at six o'clock. <laughs> oh, yeah. So I, you know, I, I do value your time, Eddie. He's just been sitting back waiting on us, and for whatever <laughs> reason, he lost. You know how you um. You know how you had your phone in your hand and you like, yo, I can't find my phone. Somebody call my phone in your hand. That was E this morning. He went all around the world. Now, yeah, yeah. I'm talking about all uh, around the world. It was hey. in the first place. Uh, I told him to look, which is his suitcase. Right. He was like, oh, see, my bad. It had a third. He said, it, what? He texted me and said it had a hidden slash third compartment. I said, okay. <laughs> crazy. I'm not sure what uh, was meant by that. I'm, I, but, uh, hey, what I'm going to have to do, Carl, is take... Now, first of all, for all my podcast listeners, because I want you to grow, I'm going to take the L. Like, just call me Chris <laughs> Weber today, okay? I'm taking the full L. 
full responsibility. She hit me on Tuesday, like, can we do it? I'm like, bro, I don't got the mic. Mic all in the hotel room. Wednesday right evening. I don't mm. have it. I ain't got the mic. See, get to the crib. But I'm I'm gonna show the people, Carl, and again, it's no excuse, but I'm gonna show the people where the mic was. The so they can see. Yeah, I, I, you know, I'm not even gonna go there. I'm just gonna say. In my suitcase that I carry, it's only three compartments. This had the fourth boy. Mm. I'll show y'all what that joker was. But uh, yeah, I take the full L because I don't want y'all out there making excuses when stuff happens. Take the full L. But I'm grateful that I did talk to C. I talked it out. We backtracked, made a couple phone calls. I was like, I got to have it. Boom, here it goes. And by God's grace, you still getting the podcast on time. Mm, man, I thought we was going to have to miss our first podcast. And no, 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 no. I wasn't on that. I, mm. Now, see, we'll admit to, guys. I just want to show those of you who are listening how you got to do this thing. I did hit him at 6-something this morning because I was up 6 this morning at the church Checking it yeah. out. Then I went to the school knowing I told Carl, ain't nothing at the school. But have you ever lost nothing. something? Like, yeah, <laughs> but have you ever, like, you know you ain't got no money and you at the, you by yourself at the, and you tap in the pockets? Oh, like, I got no, you. <laughs> the pocket tap boy, like, you know you ain't got no money. You know you didn't left your wallet, but you tapping anyway, just hoping oh, that something just could come. Real quick. Yeah, so that's what I was on. I, ch- I went all around the city today. But um, by the grace of God, I found it. And so for those of you who get to the point where it's like you lost it and you just quit, like for real, don't do that. And I promise y'all, there was a, a moment where I was like, shoot, I don't know what I did with it. And I could feel me getting discouraged, like, shoot, I lost it. And, and something was like, okay, just stay in the bed. And I was like, no, whatever you do, you lost it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't be in the bed. Like, you can't find it from the bed. Just get up and just go, even if you you know it's not on campus, but just drive up there. Like, you have to be in the, what's the word I'm looking for? You have to be in the spirit of finding. Like, you can't be in the spirit of, I quit, <laughs> I give up. Like, I, I don't know what's happening. Some of y'all be on that. Like, you <laughs> yeah. lose something or something bad happened, yeah. you just throw your hands up, like, in disgust. Like, shoot, I messed up. And, and it's so funny, me and C used to have to get on Jalen. Because he would be like, E, why Jalen be doing that? But Jalen to mess up. And he would spend so much time on, uh, uh, Uncle C, I messed up. I can't believe I did right, it. Right. And we was like, bruh, what is that doing for you exactly? Like, okay, you messed up. All right, take the L. But don't be sitting here going, I messed up. Uh-huh. And so it was a moment where I felt a spirit in me say, it's just going to be the first time y'all ain't get the Thursday boy done. You know what I'm saying? I felt it. It was the craziest thing. And it was on the way to Michigan State because it was like, now you know doggone well Jada ain't that. She, she looked for it. It ain't in there. But I was right. like, you know what? Even though I know in my heart it's not there, it's not about, it's not about if it's there or not. It's about you got you to gotta want to find this thing as bad as you want to breathe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like for real. You got to want to find it. And, and, and you're not going to find it staying in the bed. You're not going to find it sitting in the car. You're not going to find it going, woe is me. So you just got to keep looking and call Dwayne. I'm like, why am I calling Dwayne? Hey, Dwayne, you know where it's at? <laughs> no, I don't know where it's at. But Eric, I do know that you grabbed that joker and you put it in. Um, you took it and Bruce had it. I was like, all right, call Bruce. Hey, Bruce. Bruce is like, yo, E. I saw you put it in the car. I was like, ah, mm, it's in the car. There we go. All right, Inspector cool. ET, in not Inspector Gadget. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then once Bruce said, 
Once Bruce said, E, I know you had it in the car. Like, I walked you to the car. You put it in the car. These are the last two things you said to me. You told me what size shoe you wore, and you told me don't let nobody whatever me. And I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. Then I walked in the crib and was like, all right, Bruce just said. So I'm being real. Some of y'all like, we talking... um, podcast? We talking about a podcast? <laughs> no, we're not talking about a podcast. We're talking about your spirit. When you take, when you think you're gonna take an L, there are those of you, yeah. you, you the kid that pull, pull the cord out of the uh, video game when you losing. He's like, I'm losing. He just yanked the video cord out of the video game because you don't want to play no more. It's like you gotta stop doing that. And you gotta get to a point where you're like, I'm going to make this happen. I'm, it's, I'm going to make this work. And I shifted from, literally, y'all, I envisioned it. I shifted from, man, we ain't going to get no podcast. The first one, we ain't going to do because of me. Uh, and look, I didn't tell C this, but I, in my mind, I was like, all right, if you don't find it, tell C play a rerun. You know, so I had all, I had, I had like had 60 seconds. Plan. The best time. I had the whole failure plan, Carl. You playing. Uh, I had the whole failure plan, and then I stopped and was like, Envision yourself your doing plan. a podcast. Mm. I had it. I had the failure plan. I had the whole thing in my head. <laughs> then I was like, nope, a don't do that, E. <laughs> what you need to do now is put the, the, you will do the podcast plan together. And I saw myself, I saw us doing the podcast. I saw C joking and chip, and I was like, yep, got it. And, I, and, and when I went, I'm telling you, when I went to that mindset, it was like, let's go. Walked in the crib. And, hey, here's what's funny. You get up like Rocky looking around the house for the recorder. <laughs> but here's what's so funny, see? I went back to the same suitcase, bruh. Uh-huh. I went back to the same suitcase, yeah. but with a different mindset. Wow. Hold on, that's the word. In the yeah, yeah, right there. Yeah. Whoa. Whoa. It, oh, found that's the word. Hold on. Yeah. yeah. Same suitcase, no, different mindset. There it is. Yeah, mm. for real. Same suitcase, bro. Wow. Same suitcase. Some of y'all, but this some time, of y'all instead looking of looking externally. where... Hmm. I'm just saying, Watch instead yourself. of looking for a car... Hold on. You know how, Hold like, on. you... you <laughs> Go for it, E. Go oh, no, I'm just saying, there. Carl, you know how you could go to a suitcase and look in the exact same spot oh, like three easy. times? Easy. You know what I'm saying? Like you look in the same spot three times. Like, bro, you looked in there. Hey, you might go back one more time like, what are you looking for? And I went back this time like, don't look in the suitcase like it's lost. Mm. Look in the suitcase this time like it's there. Like the other mm. two times, I had gone to the suitcase like, I ain't see it in, the, I, I ain't see it in Atlanta. I ain't see it when we, I don't remember... And this time when I went in the suitcase, I was like, don't open that section. You already opened that. Don't do that. Mm. Think, just stop for a minute and think. And I promise you, when I stopped, I saw the hookup was like, yo, here's another component. It's weird. I saw the zippers and was like, hit it, opened it, and was like, right there. I was so embarrassed. I was like, yo, E, you could have done it at <laughs> 7 this morning. But anyway. I but he just sent me a picture but didn't say where it was. So you know I was me. So I was so geek, Carl. I was so geek, Carl. I found it. So I took a pic and just sent the pic like, I got it. You know what I'm saying? I forgot to say I got it. I just was like, I I, I want the cloud. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. (laughs) Hallelujah. Exactly. Because you know he was going to be pissed if he had to go up to a guitar center and and buy a new one for $300. Pissed. God that was forbid. next, Carl. I was about to call you and ask you. He just got the shirt to buy new one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He just saved the 300 by getting the shirts. Uh, now you got to right. drop it on the recording. And lost the dog. <laughs> Unbelievable. That would have been oh, straight. Hey, speaking of Angel, Carl, why did I bring uh, back 300 more shirts? Jalen had some more, see? He had another uh, whole No, you got them out of my truck at the wedding. 
Yes. <laughs> man, yes. we should have took a picture, uh, man. When the last time the three of us was dressed up? Oh, I know. I know. I know. Shoot, that's, we forgot to take That would have been a sweet picture for the podcast. I thought about uh, it, and then for some reason I let it go. But, um, yeah, no, shout out to, uh, to, to Kareem and Foster. We were yeah, on yeah, great, great, great wed. Great wed. Let me yeah. tell you something. Oh, man. Let me That's say this to my be. let me say this to my uh to my African Americans. Okay. This was in the, my, the, the this side of my family. Right. This <laughs> was this wedding started on time. Now, no. usually when I go to my other cousin's wedding, the wedding started at three, she walking down the aisle at 305. Okay. But usually when I go to my to my cousin's cousin, cousin. Cousins. Cousins. <laughs> when I cousins. go to my cousins, cousins. <laughs> we, the wedding started three, and usually uh, about four thirty they make the announcement uh, that, yeah. that we've been we about to get underway. And so I was like, man, I went. So I'm not gonna lie. Shout out to Ken and Danita. I went with the spirit of I'm gonna get there on time, but I'm not. Matter of fact, Carl was late. Oh, I that's was how, about five that's minutes late. I was late, late. I'm gonna bust Carl yeah. out. Yeah. The hip hop preacher, me and the hip hop preacher pulled up at the same time. We got in there, we had our seats, we saved Carl some seats. And then I don't know what was going on, but when I said they started at three, Literally I'm talking about 301, people Literally. were walking down the aisle. And I was like, uh -huh. I text, I finally text Carl. I said, yo, where you at? He was like, uh, we upstairs, we just got here. Is it started? I said, bro, we about 10 minutes in. She about to walk <laughs> down the aisle. So I think, Carl, y'all got there, what, right before she walked down the aisle? I'm talking about as I came down the stairs, she was like, I saw her first. Like, she was trying oh, yeah, to go yeah, right. yeah. in. Yeah. Yeah. Again, so you, but you came with the expectation that ain't oh, no for way. Sure. For sure. Ain't no way this about to start at 3 o'clock, but it did. So y'all take notes, man. When you invite somebody to your event and you say a certain time, be conscientious of people's time, all right? All right that's all. I know, you know, uh, uh, there should be a 15, 20-minute grace period. I get it. But for those of y'all having weddings starting at 3 o'clock and you don't come down the aisle to 4.45 and then you keep <laughs> us waiting at the reception, y'all going to take pictures for four and a half hours. Like, come on, man. I know it's your day. I do get it. But be conscientious of people's time. And let me tell you something. It was an awesome wedding. They came down mm -hmm. the aisle. They did their thing. They went out, took pictures. We went, sat down, ate, danced. Like, it was a beautiful wedding. And most important of all, to my greedy self, it was punctual. Okay? It was, <laughs> it was a punctual wedding. So we had a good time. Shout out to them uh, again, uh, as well as uh, Ken and Danita and Lisa and everybody involved. All right, cool. Um, let's see, where are we going here today? Uh, oh, so, get, who got the insurance bucket? Uh, uh, we definitely need a place. Uh-oh, we only got one rest week and then we back to that? Uh, come on, Carl, how many weeks can you be off? You get one bye week. Oh, we got yeah, one we had a bye. bye week. Yeah, yeah, we <laughs> played yeah, either, right. either a bye or we got to play the Lions. Same thing, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you get Make to play the pick. Lions, you're like, oh, man, bet, we got a bye week. Rest the starters. Uh. You know what I'm saying? You just rest the starters. You don't even have to pull out your best stuff. Yeah. Um, so uh, I had a conversation uh, with somebody on our staff, and um, somebody came to me and said, oh, okay, there was a job that was supposed to be done and um, it didn't get done. And so I was, of course, you know, trying to woosah or whatever. And the person came to me and said, well, the other person on the team, 
I didn't get the email. I didn't get this. I didn't get that. Like, they weren't communicating. And so, therefore, I couldn't get done what I had to get done. And I said, what, well, you know, so what was the problem? And they were like, yo, the communication was just terrible. Like, I, I never got the information. I didn't get it done, whatever. And so I said, okay, cool. So I, I called the other person, and they, they told me in no uncertain terms, E, Oh, I communicated very effectively. I'm talking about very effectively. Now, you feel me? Like Stephen Covey. What's wrong with you? You know what I'm saying? The seven highly habits of effective communication. Effective communication. I use all eight of them. Hold on. So I had a, I had to laugh. Like I literally started laughing. I was like, "What are you laughing at?" I said. Um, there was only one other person who you were supposed to communicate with who <laughs> felt like communication <laughs> was not communicated. <laughs> but when I, but I'm, they're telling me, no, 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 you don't understand. I communicated wow. highly effectively. <laughs> yeah. And I said, yeah. wow. And what I realized is there's a difference between um, trying effort, um, good intentions, and actually seeing it to the finish line. And I think many of us, we, you know, we, we, we send the email, right? Oh, I sent the email. Uh, I sent the invoice, right? Of course, we had a situation a couple weeks ago where somebody said, oh, you know, we had a school spoke. I don't even know if I said that on the podcast, did I? Yeah, you did. Oh, I, I sent it, I said it at the conference, but either way, we had a situation, school wanted to buy books. We sent the invoice. For whatever reason, the school didn't get the invoice. And they told us, and we had, we checked with our staff. They're like, oh, we sent it. And they sent us a screenshot. But you never followed up. And so, E, I just really, I don't want to harp on it too much because I know we've probably touched the topic before. But there's a difference between, act, like, like giving the effort and, and trying and all of those things and actually executing that thing all the way to the end. And I think... Getting to the end result, which is, in right. our opinion, if you're doing business, would be securing the actual bag and making sure the money is in the account is the only thing that matters. And I think people, we can kind of like pride ourselves on trying, like even with like, right. you right. know, weight loss or something like that. You could be like, oh, well, you know, I did what I was supposed to do. It's like, but the scale didn't move. Like the goal is right. for the scale to move. So I guess... Like in 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 our world and our lives, we've kind of made this gray area, you know, right. where like we can make ourselves feel good in the gray, where it's like I didn't all the way lose, but I didn't all the way win. How right. do we get to a mindset of like either I win or like this ain't horseshoes, right? Like, like I had to tell my son that the other day. He he almost gotten out and he ran to the base and was like, my man touched it first. He wasn't there. And Trey was like, I almost got him, no dad. And I I had to literally tell him. Look, that that don't mean a hill of beans. That and a dollar ninety nine get your carton of eggs. Like it, it means mm. nothing because you did not get. And I, I, it was a hard concept to teach, but I really wanted to teach him in that moment. Like, no, son, it's black or white. You win or lose. Either either you gonna keep your house or you gonna get evicted. You know what I'm saying? Either you could pay your child's tuition or you can't. And I think we can kind of console ourselves in this gray area of. Man, I went in and, and I tried, and it's like, nah, that's not good enough. So I just had to laugh when, you know, in their mind, they did communicate effectively. So they were walking around with like their chest puffed out, 
even though the job didn't get done. So, E, you're the motivational speaker. Take it from here. Yeah, I, I want to go here, though, if you don't if, if you don't mind. Somebody sent me this this I just morning. did a whole 10-minute lead in a fire, <laughs> and you're just going to take it and go somewhere else. He's like, that was yeah, good. Feel Let's free. try this, though. I got to be authentic. Feel I got to be authentic. You know what I'm saying? I got to be authentic. Watch this real quick. It says, a fool hmm. takes no pleasure in hmm. understanding, hmm. but only in expressing his opinions. Mm-hmm. You feel me? And yep. I want to go there for a minute because I think this is the biggest problem. I think the bigger problem is they, they say you, they're, they're, there's, the, there's your truth and then the truth. And I think mm. a lot of people, you know, are operating off of their truth. I don't know how mm. many times I've had, a, I've had to try to explain to people like, yo, I can't help you because you don't even want to, you don't even care about the truth. Right. I can't help you. Like, like we not even, we're not even talking the truth right now. We're talking about how you wish the world would be. You feel me? We're talking about how you wish business would be, how you wish communication would be. That, that's, that's how you wish. You wish that you communicate with a person. Again, I'm not trying to be the dead horse, but, but the extreme execution assessment, you are a high D. You wish the whole world were high D. It'd be so easy. You, you a high eye. You wish everybody else was eyes. You wish. You know what I'm saying? You wish, right? Less than only 30% of the world's population are eyes. So that means as an eye, when I start talking, 70% of the world don't get what I'm saying. If I'm a D, 12% of the world is a D. So, so another 78% of the people don't understand what I'm talking about. So at the person who was communicating, yes, to you, you were communicating effectively in your world. But the person you're communicating with, and this is what communication should be about, they don't understand what you're saying. So if they don't understand what you're saying, as much as you, like, let me tell y'all something. When you talk about C saying, E, I didn't understand your text. I'm like, bro, you got, I'm just going to be real with y'all. In the beginning, I was like, yo, you got the problem. I'm just going to be real, bro. You don't understand what I'm texting. That's your problem, right? But then after C said, Carl said, Didi said, you feel me? It's like, oh, okay, somebody, everybody ain't lying, E. You not, you not, your texting ain't working. You feel me? Like, it just, it, can't nobody understand what you're saying. You feel me? But I'm just going to be real to the person who we doing insurance on. I understand what you're saying. When I text you, I knew what I was saying. Right. I knew exactly what I was saying. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I, didn't, I, I, I wasn't clueless about what I was saying. It made sense in my head. But Highly when the person who's... Text. I'm talking about highly effective. The eight laws. And Stephen the only gets seven. The eight laws of highly effective laws. text messages. You feel me? The highly effective. And then I realized, <laughs> like, yo, E, to you, it might work. And, and here's what we do. Here's what we could do. We can get, a, we can get frustrated and go, why, you, why, you, why, why don't you understand? Well, I don't. You feel me? I don't. And so you're living in your own world. You're living in your own world and you piss because the world is not coming to your world. But what you're going to end up doing is getting fired or you're going to end up um, um, having, it's just not going to work out. Why? Because you in a, you living in a fantasy. Your own little, okay, Prince, <laughs> I got caught up. You know what I'm saying? Um, and so by the grace of God, this is what I had to do. I had to go, you know what? That's three people that said I wasn't. So guess what you need to do, E? Stop texting and send a voice memo. 
Because if you send a voice memo, now you know it ain't no, it's no confusion in your talking. Now your writing may not be that sweet, but you number one motivational speaker in the world. So you know how to communicate verbally. So just, just, just switch the game up. And so I'm saying to that person, instead of you saying, I communicated effect. No, you didn't. Take the L. No, you didn't. And so to C's point now, here's where I'm going to go. It's your communication that's going to stop you from executing. And if you don't execute enough, you're going to get fired. It is what it is. You, they, they, and, and so you can't go, you can't look at it from your lens and go, well, he not or she not or they not. You can't look at it like that. You have to look at, yo, it's been said that I'm not communicating effectively. Let me stop. Let me analyze. Let me acknowledge first and foremost they're telling the truth. Let me admit it. Let, that's right. And then what, what? What adjustments do I need to make? And so that's my that that's my suggestion. That's 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 I'm how saying, I see there was it. only one other person they were communicating with, and they're sitting there trying to tell me when the other person saying the communication wasn't great. They're telling me it was high, highly highly effective. Yeah. I just don't yeah. understand. Like I don't th- help me, Carl. No, no, I'm saying, no, no, I can't. I really can't because I'm saying the whole, like, the definition of communication means the person understood. Yeah, so it thank can't you. be. You that, know what I'm that's saying? Why that, I that, was that's laughing. the definition. You know? And this it person could be. not understand that. They were like, no, I communicated very effectively, succinctly. And, and, and I, I can like, get it, though. What? Yeah, no, no, and I get it because what they're saying is it's the other person's responsibility to understand me. You feel me? And sometimes some of us are on that. If like if you the CEO, CJ the CEO. Bottom line, if C say something. It, every, people are thinking, okay, if it's C, all right, I gotta try to understand what C's saying because he the boss. You know what I'm saying? I gotta try to get this. And so that person might be thinking, Carl, in their role, well, shoot, it ain't my responsibility to make you understand what I'm saying, it's your responsibility to understand what I'm saying. I'm not saying that's right mm-hmm. or wrong, but I'm saying, depending on where you are in the pecking order, you can kind of right. see it as, oh no, that's your, you you under me. You feel me? Like, that's your job to figure out what I'm saying. I'm, 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 this is my department. I'm running this. You got to come to me to get this information. So you better do a better job of cleaning your ears out so you can hear what I'm saying. That's a way to, that is an approach. That is a, and that is why some people like, I could say all day when C said he don't understand my text. Well, bro, read it again. You know what I'm saying? Like, read that joke again. Like, um, go through it one more time. And then maybe you're going to catch the cues. But I'm not going to go th- that right. I'm going to go, yo, if C said, yo, I don't write that well. I do write and I'm not thinking about, yeah, you're right, C. Let me go to the voice memo, boy, if it's something complex because that's going to be easier for you to understand. But some people are not on that. They like, you under me or you equal to me. It's not my job to, to as I'm not changing how I communicate so that you can understand it. You need to change how you listen so you can understand what I'm saying. Mm. So yeah, I don't know where to go with that. <laughs> no, I know where I want to go. I mean, we're done with that, but I want to talk about this concept of um, partial credit, if you will, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Like, I think I think people, when, okay, so th- let's try to break down the difference between ownership and employee, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So when you're yeah. an owner, I yeah. think the thing you it. understand you it, and there this isn't go. even just business. Go. This is ownership yeah. in general. Go. Like you could take yeah. ownership you of your go. marriage, you could take ownership yeah. of your finances, you could take ownership yeah. of anything. But I think yeah. when you're an owner, 
there is an all or nothing attitude that you have to have, right? Like yeah. either we make payroll this month or we don't. No, we don't. Like, it, it, yeah, there yeah. is no, like we can't say, oh, gee, golly shucks, but we're nice people, right? Like that doesn't necessarily pay the actual payroll. Like you literally have to deposit money into someone's account. But when you have an employee mindset, I think you could you, you look for that like yo see like but I did I did call them I did try to you know secure that contract I, I did try to and you're looking for and I guess that's my problem right as a DE maybe you could help me out I'm I struggle to give that praise to effort or maybe give partial credit it doesn't mean I'm not grateful you tried it just means that I don't va I don't place a full value I don't place any value on partial credit, if that makes sense. And I don't know how to explain that without hurting too many feelings. But I hear from people all the time, our staff included, yo, I, I, I tried. Like, yo, I called them. They didn't answer. You know what I mean? Like, I, and, and it's hard for me to understand that mentality coming because I try to approach everything because from an you're an owner perspective. Yeah, because you're an owner. Yeah. yeah, that's what because I'm saying. You're so, an owner. so I'm yeah. saying for people's own life, though, even though they should be owning their own life, I'm not talking about a company. Maybe you don't own a company. No, 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 no. no. I'm, I'm saying you're an owner. I'm I didn't say even I didn't for your say own life of... and your own processes, your yeah, own yeah. finances, things like that. I think people can talk themselves into that, like I said, gray area where you give yourself partial credit for an attempt. And it's like, stop doing that. Like, literally, stop doing that. And understand that either you're winning or you're losing. Either you got the check or you didn't. Either you paid no, the no, bill no, no, or you no, no, didn't. No, 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 There isn't no, this no, fantasy fair, island see? that you live on of partial credit. Yeah, no, no, that's not fair. It's not fair. It's it's it, that vocabulary does not exist when you're an owner, but that vocabulary is very much alive when you are uh, when you have an employee's mindset. It's 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 a, it, it's a vocabulary. It's real, and it and to some extent. It can work in that environment. Now, not consistently, but there are some parts where you could go, I tried, and it was like, oh, okay, good. You tried. You didn't get a 1600, you know what I'm saying? But you did get a, you got 1300. You can still get into college with that. You may be, you know, maybe, um, maybe not one of your major universities, but you can get into a university. For, and you tried. Like, you didn't get to, you didn't get to uh, 23 on the SAT. You got to 18, 19. And so it did allow you to go somewhere. Now, it wasn't, the, it wasn't your dream school, but you did. So I think what we shouldn't be talking about, see, is vocabulary. I think what we should be talking about is helping more people come over to the ownership mentality. That's what we should do. And that's not a, um, that's not a whether you believe, whether you know it or not. And I always say this to you, you have been naturally wired to be an owner. Like you're naturally wired to take ownership. Now, that, all of us need think, to. Though. I don't know who, I agree wait, with wait, that. wait, wait, wait. Say that again. Who been naturally wired? Yeah, I don't know if I agree with that. Are you talking about me specifically or are you talking to everybody? No, I'm talking to you. Oh, oh, oh. C. I'm oh, saying okay. CJ. I thought you meant yeah. like the whole everybody listening. No, 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 no. I'm saying CJ. No. I think it's some naturally yeah, wired uh, workers for no, sure. No, 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 no. I'm just saying well, as well, a just D. To that, see, I was just yeah. saying the educational system teaches you to be an employee. Like you just like what you learn as employee oh, from no the time you're born. Yeah, yeah, no, no. So, and yeah. that's why I said there are some people see who are high Ds who have more of a wire for ownership, right? Now, what we need to do, though, is we need to teach ownership. And that's not to Carl's point that you guys are making. Now, 
That's not the American way. Most people have been taught. Not, not, now look, Carl, I'm not even talking about in school. I'm saying even in my home, when I look at my middle sister, I look at Janiko was kind of one of the kids that was like, you know, non-confrontational. She did everything my mom, but she had, Janiko had the opportunity to do that because I was seven years older than her. So she was put in an environment, CJ, where she never really had to take ownership, if that makes sense, because she came into a situation where I did everything for her. And I didn't do everything for to cripple her. I just did everything because one, she was my little sister. She was seven years younger than me. So I went to all the schools before she went to the schools. I was on the block before she was on the block. Like I made the way for her. So she never really had to take the type of ownership that you're talking about until maybe she got a certain age and I wasn't there. Even when she messed up in college, she came to live with me and I got her through the University of Alabama in Huntsville. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I was there for my little sister. I took care of her. So, so she's not a bad, she wasn't a bad person. She just never had to take ownership like that. Anytime she needed something, if, when she was younger, if I was in a position to do it, like I looked after her. I like, I got you. I got your back. And so there were some things that happened to her that I was like, Nico, how you do that? How'd that happen? What well, was like, how was I supposed to know any of that? You, you, you guarded me. You took care of me. So if you didn't say yay or nay, or I, I just assumed that, whatever. So that, so some of us, are built into environments that we don't have to take ownership. So I think, see, we need to teach ownership, like that probably need to be a course that we teach and not like you said, in business, but a, a yo, the buck yeah. stops here. You feel me? Like the buck stops here. Like, I'm, like it's so funny that you say that. I said to a young man who was struggling with his wife, who's the same temperament as Didi, high D, high C, and I said to him, and this hurt his feelings, see, I said, bro, do you really believe in this assessment? He was like, yeah. I'm like, no, don't play. I ain't talking about making money. Do you really believe in this assessment? He was like, yeah, I believe in it. I said, well, then how in the world would you ask your wife, who's a high D and a high C, to change? I'm like, bro, her strength is not to change. That's her strength. Like her strength, like when you look at her strength, her strength says, what makes me strong is that I'm rigid. What makes me strong is that I'm firm. What makes me strong is that I'm cautious. Like what makes me strong is that I don't change readily. That's her strength. So I said, but what's your strength? Look at it. What your strength is you change. You compromise. <laughs> That's the nature of who you are. Like, so, 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 so here's what I said to him, see? I said, let me ask you something. If you were a boat, like a boat got a steering wheel, bruh. A boat can change, not depending on what type of boat it is. Of course, you know, if it's bigger, it's gonna take longer. I said, but watch this. If you are a boat, your wife's a what? He said, she's an anchor. I said, who want their anchor to change? Who would want their anchor to change, bruh? If you a boat and you have the ability to change, why would you ask your anchor to change? Do you understand that if the anchor changes, that you have no stability? So why would you ask your wife to change when she a high D and a high C? Why would you ask her to change? You are built with change. Like, I'm built to change. That, that's, that's, the, that's the nature of who I am. I, I don't have a problem with compromising. So I was like, I would never ask DD to whatever. I'm going to make the adjustments. And so to your point, see, I see myself as an owner in my marriage. I see myself, even with the, the mic, bro. I was like, okay, E, shoot, you done messed up. Like, don't go 
uh, Bruce, what you doing today? Can you go buy Rondell? Can you go buy the store and pick up me a? No, I would never ask him to go buy something for me. Why? I would never ask nobody to go to the. I'm a pastor. I could have made a phone call. Hey, can you go up to the church and look around the church for me and see if you see my? I would never do that. Why? Because now I'm giving you like you didn't mess up, but I'm making you do the work of the person that messed up. It's like no, I'm an owner. I must take full responsibility for finding this dog on mic or replacing it. And I'm not going to replace it with ETA money. I'm going to spend my own money. Why? Because you lost it, dog, on it. So because you lost it, you got to pay the price for it. And I think that's the bigger problem. See, the person that was communicating doesn't understand that it's not the employee's job. Even though you hired them, if you were the one making the money and you the boss, it's your responsibility. And they, and I think a lot of people who work in companies, it's like, it's like that's your flunky. Or that's the person that, you know, you make the big bucks, but you get to sit in the bullpen while they got to go out and, and bat and run the bases and catch the ball and be responsible for the score. No, if you're the owner, that's why when C was like, E, your text, bro, like, I don't get it. I couldn't go, uh, okay, I'm about to have an argument with CJ and go, yo, C, let's read this together. Which part of this didn't you get? <laughs> you feel me? Like, let's go over this again. Show me where you didn't understand what I... It's like, no, E, you messed up. He don't understand. And if C is going to help you make your vision become a reality, it's not his job to change the text or read the text deeper. It's your, like, C could easily go, I've been with E so long. It's like what he said about me in the studio. I could have been like, yo, C, now when you're in the studio, you know me. You, you figure out what I'm doing, but you can't figure out my text. You've been around me long enough, bro. You know what I was trying to say. No, I can't do that. Now, I can do that if I'm, not an owner if I expect CJ to execute, but if I'm the owner, I have to go, yo, what do I need to do to do a better job? So to your point, see, that's fire. Ownership yeah, you know versus what? And I've always, employment. I guess my brain always, and maybe this, you could tell me, maybe it's, you know, the product of me being, you know, a, a, a pilot on the assessment. Yep. But like, I know some people look at it and go, well, let me pass the buck or let me not take ownership or let me, you know, get rid of it and get it out of my hands and, and act like it's somebody else's fault so that they don't feel the hurt or sting of not executing, yeah. right? Yeah. But my brain always went, okay, the danger in doing that is now somebody else is responsible for my success and failures. Mm. So I, that was always my thing is like, I didn't even think like I was that deep or I am that deep. I just don't want somebody else to be in charge of no it. Question. So, for instance, no had you told somebody else to go look at the church, you don't really know for sure if they're going to look like you would look. Absolutely. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So it's like, Absolutely. now, they could. my man, he, you just called him, and he love you. You're the pastor. So he's going to go, I, I mean, give it a solid one once through. Solid. I'm talking about a solid once through, but he's not going to check the suitcase three different times, right? And so, for me, it has nothing to do with me taking ownership or me taking the L, whatever we have messed up in the past or the company didn't do what it was supposed to do, the reason I like to say that's my fault, it's on me, I got it, I'll fix it, I'll correct it, is because I want to win and lose based off of my own efforts. And I think sometimes when you pass the, like, as long as I could be like, yo, I communicated effectively and I had it in the chain of command and they didn't do what they were supposed to do, and I just blame it on them, I can walk away in some kind of weird, sick way, I feel like I still won even though it didn't get done. And I don't understand that. Again, that's why I said my brain only thinks in black and white, like either we won or lost, because 
it doesn't matter whether I did what I was supposed to do or I, you know, dialed in and did my portion of it. If it didn't, if it wasn't seen all the way to the finish line and executed, I still feel as if I did nothing. And I think that's my logic for always taking full ownership in anything that I do, right? Like, you know, it, it, it could be my health, right? Working out, you know what I mean? Just, you know, the journey that E and I've been on. I could be like, dog, you know, I done had a couple knee surgeries, you right. know, uh, right. you know, my metabolism. Like, right. you, you can start right. having those things that you no, blame. No and you look and at it and go, okay, that's a good reason to be chunky. I <laughs> yeah. feel you. Okay, yeah. all right, ready? Put your hand in the middle. All right, ready? Break. And you walk away like, yo, I tried. I'm going to be real. My foot messed up. My arm yeah. messed up. My shoulder bad. Like, you can have all of those things and you can walk away. And like I said, it's this sick feeling of like, all right, it's okay that I didn't execute because. And I just take all the becauses out and go, either you won or lost. And I think that mentality has helped me so much, not only in, business, but, you know, even my marriage, my personal life, my, you know, relationships, whatever, I never want to be seen as passing the buck. Not because I'm sweet and I'm CJ and I'm trying to be big and bad, but because I never want to be like, okay, I'm just, I'm just a bystander in my own success, in my own life. It's like watching a movie, like, oh, 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 what, ah, uh, man, we lost today and I ain't had nothing to do with it. It's like, no, no, no. I want the ball in my hands. I want to go to the rack. I want to take the free throw shot because I want to be responsible for my own wins and losses, period. Because I could sleep at night, at least, knowing I took full ownership. Hey, this is this is completely, like, and, and E, you just outlined my life when you talked about your sister. So, like, when I say, like, if y'all don't ever listen to another podcast, like, re-listen to this one two or three times. and Or ten, however many ever, because, like, for real, like E said, 12% of the world is naturally what CJ is talking about right now. The rest of us, that other 88%, like how you do anything is how you do everything. I know we've said that before, but how you do anything is how you do everything. So the fact that you're not taking full responsibility for your health, the fact that you're not taking full responsibility for the for your family, like it's spillover and everything else. And when you talk about ownership, see, and I hear you talking about it like this, like this is probably, I would go on and say like, this is the secret to success right here. Like for real, for real, this is the secret. Like what C is saying, you do not, you cannot put your existence, your happiness, your anything else on anybody else and then get mad if it doesn't work out. Like it's, you can't do that. Like it, it just don't, it ain't no, no possible, like it ain't nothing you could explain. Like, yo, I, I told, you know, I told you to do this and now my family messed up. Like it just can't work. So when, when we talk about the whole concept of ownership, I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm receiving it because for real, there's no part of your life that you should not have ownership of. Listen to what I'm saying carefully. And I'm not saying you got to have 100% ownership of it now, but you should be working toward ownership of every part, every single area of your life because it's your life, bottom line. CJ cannot fix it for you. He can't fix it for me. Like it ain't, It's your life. You got to take advantage of every opportunity that comes your way. And when I say like, like yeah, so E, just to paint the picture again, just so people understand, I have an older brother. Three years older than me. So every school, like you just said, he, every school I, I went to, he went to. Every teacher he had, I had. You know what I'm saying? As a matter of fact, I played with most his friends, not even mine so much. So it's like the, everything that I did was already prepared for me. Now I come meet E and CJ, who got way more dominant personalities. Now I'm doing the same thing with them. Candace told me one time, Candace was like, yo, Carl, you got to get out of learn mode. I was like, what you mean? We're just kicking it. She's like, you get around E and C and you go into little brother learn mode like, your, like every time, all the time. And she's like, that's not going to go nowhere. Like, there's only so much of that that, you know, will be 
not not tolerable, but there's only so much of that that will get you where, like, it's cute, it's respectful, it's humble. You know, you're always playing that little role, but she's like, dude, number one, for your life, you got to grow. Like, you can't just sit and wait for somebody else to f- feed you all the time. Like, you got to take... Um, you got to take control of some area and that's yours and you add to the puzzle. You know what I'm saying? So when I said, like I said, for me, E, as a part of that 88%, like this conversation is huge. Like, oh, well, you yeah. Talk about it, Carl, and then, then go a little deeper because you were able to do that. Obviously, now, you know, you, you got your third property mall has, has, you know, taught you how to invest in real uh-huh. estate. And so you've taken that even on your own financially to be like, okay, let me get to this next level. Yeah, we growing at ETA and my check going to keep growing, but let me even take it to another level. That's something that you never would have done. And I know we'll have Maul back on to talk about it fully. But like, bro, let me tell you something. That I just feel like when I saw you like investing and, and getting properties and, you know, now making this, you know, income and like really killing it. I was like, wow, that's a huge step because I know how conservative you are. And yeah. I know how kind of like. Bro, Carl, remember back in the day, E, we'd be like, Carl, you get your check? Carl would be like, I don't even know. Like, we used to be like, <laughs> Carl, what? Like, like it, it wasn't important to you. And uh-huh. I think now, you know, you you obviously understand that generational wealth and you're able to, I mean, you, I mean, you're close to closing in on net worth of a million dollars here shortly. Um, you know, how have you been able, what, what tangibly did you have to do to come out of that mindset of, all right, cool. If C and E go out there and kill it, then I guess I can eat. And if they don't, well, then I guess we all, you know what I mean? Like, what did it tangibly take to get out of that mindset and into the mindset of, oh, no, this is my family. You know what I'm saying? Jordan and Jesse, my kids, Tamisha, my wife, like, I'm responsible for them. So the beauty of it, so number one, I ain't going to be dumb and take full responsibility. Number one is the environment itself. Like, I'm in an environment where that's what everybody is doing. Like, you, you, any of the names you call, you, Josh, E, Jamal, like, everybody's taking full ownership of their family. Everybody's taking full ownership of their finances, their faith, everything. So that's the community I'm in. Now, what happens is, though, because it's mutual, like, y'all not just going to let me ride the train forever. So, again, lesson one for everybody, like, make sure you're around people that's going to hold you accountable. Like, literally, like, it can't just keep going. Like, it was cool for a while. But like at some point, you got to grow and do your own thing. So then see, the second part is just for real, like as you sit back and watch what's going on, like there's a part of me. And again, we got everybody It's happening, like people are passing, like we losing people like crazy. That's what's going on. So I just keep thinking, like, you know, what do I leave behind? Like, like, how does this really work? Like, you know, what I'm saying like if I just die tomorrow, like what really happens to my family? And that, again, that's the kind of conversation that Jamal started. Like, what really happens? E, it started back with you and Didi. Didi got sick. Like, you know, it's just stuff that's coming that you can't be prepared for. And see, I'm, I, I think, yeah, this, see, this is back to your dreams and nightmare story. Like, I kind of made that a reality. Like, yo, what would happen if something happens to me tomorrow? Let's just get up tomorrow, act like, yo, you're not here. What would your family look like? Like, watch how your wife got to go do some stuff, extra stuff. Like, she got to work. You know, who, who know, like, what's happening? So that kind of that nightmare kind of pushed me like, yo, you have to do something. You just can't keep going the same direction. You got to take just to, to use the same word. We, you have to take ownership. So Maul came at the right time with the investing. See, but when I said that was the beginning of taking ownership, like that was the beginning. That was the catalyst. Now, how many years? See, you've been going to the gym like every dog on day. It's, it's at least four or five years since Trey was since born. Trey was right? born. Yeah. So listen to what I'm telling you. I'm hearing that, but I'm just doing a couple exercises. I'm skinny. I ain't really need to hit the gym like that. 
No, it's a lie. I'm not taking ownership of it. See, uh, I'm telling you, this year I've been to the gym at least three, four times a week. I'm up 4.30 every morning now heading to the gym. Like, I'm taking ownership. You get what I'm saying? So mm -hmm. it's a full thing where I'm realizing that no, you used to say, nobody coming to save you. Nobody's coming to save you. It's people that like you, right? It's people that like you, people that'll support you, but there's nobody coming to save you. And what that translates to is nobody coming to take full responsibility for your life, your family's life, your future. There's nobody coming to, I don't care how much they love you. My parents can't do it for me. They'll try, you know what I'm saying? But mm -hmm. they can't do it. So at the end of the day, for me, see, it's just realizing like, yo, if your kids, if your wife, they're gonna have everything that you want them to have, that existence, then it falls solely on my shoulders and I have to figure out whatever it takes to get that done. And, and weirdly enough, not to start another conversation, but for me, see, it's doing less work, not more. That was my, mm. my Achilles heel. It's, do, it's doing less work because I'm doing too much and getting too much going on and stuff is all over the place. And for me, it's like, no, you got to kind of get things in a more systematic fashion and remove yourself from that so you can stop and, and think and create and, and get, you know, some other ideas. And I told E, like I'm talking about, like, my computer was gone last week. I left it on a flight. I got it back. But in that week, see, I had like three or four conversations that generated like ideas that could easily make us, you know, a couple million dollars. Like seriously, just a couple conversations and what that was was removing yourself from the day to day. It's a long, long, long answer, but like ain't nobody coming to say nobody. Get over it. Like take ownership of every part of your life. Like I said, you ain't got to do it all today, but put some plan together. They call it, um, we're studying this book, The Power of Habit. They call it the keystone habit. Like that one habit that will force you to change three or four more. So I want to start going to the gym. Guess what? I got to go to bed early. I got to get up early. You see what I'm saying? So it's right, like a, right, right, a rollover. Right. You know, right. It's like this keystone yeah. thing that changes yeah. three or four other parts of your life now. Yeah. Um, yeah, but good. you got you got to start doing something. You got to start. It, it, it ain't happening for you. It's just you got to do it. Yeah, unbelievable. E? Yeah, you might want to teach that at the MOG. Yeah, that might be a nice little MOG session. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. a nice little session right there. Yeah, definitely. Um, so let me go next level ownership, see. You know what I'm saying? So to Carl's point, you know, you got, to me, I just feel like it's levels to this, right? And so I want to speak to that person who needs to take the next level of ownership. C said it, you may take it in terms of business, right? But I want you to, I want you to be a triple-double ownership, right? So I know a lot of, I know a lot of dudes who either divorced or stepped out on their wife when they got sick or when they got pregnant, right? And let me, let, me, let me just be 100 with you guys. I'm human just like you are, you know what I'm saying? So don't ever get it twisted on some like, eat just like a gladiator. I'm, I just take ownership like C said. So I know a lot of dudes who wives got MS, cancer, whatever. Bro, when I tell you, when I tell you it's work, <laughs> like, yo, I feel you. And my wife ain't got cancer. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I can't speak to that. Now, my mother-in-law had cancer, and so I was a part of that um, process. But for anybody know my mother-in-law, my mother-in-law taking ownership. You feel me? My mother-in-law taking ownership. So, yeah, so it wasn't like I had to do, um, you know, I, had, I didn't have to do, like, all the work. But I'm, I'm familiar with when somebody has cancer and going through chemo and radiation. I'm familiar with what that looks like. I was a part of that process. I was a part of the process when Didi first got sick, right? And when I tell y'all, everything changed. The intimacy changed, um, the, the activities changed in terms of, of, of us, you know, going on the road, 
or me going on the road as much, um, she'll tell you, like, she was at a point where it's like, yo, he like he about to retire. And that's why I was about to retire. Because I I could go on, but I couldn't go on without Didi. Like I couldn't, I I couldn't go, like I I would I had strength, I was strong, like I was at my peak when Didi got sick. Like that's when we was really like making this run to number one in the world. You feel me? And I remember saying to myself, like, all right, E, Diddy's sick. So you sick, bruh. Like, you sick. And you can't go out here and kill the game and leave her. Like, you can't do it. Now, you still need to pay bills. Like, there's no questions asked. I still got to go eat. But to Carl's point, I'm like, yo, how do you go out now and just kill a rhino? Like, now you just got to go kill a rhino and eat off that joker for about six months. You feel me? Like, you can't just be out here like a young lion just hitting these gazelles, not just for the food, but to see if you're still quick and strong. And, you know, I couldn't do it. And so I know a lot of you guys that are out there, ladies maybe as well, I don't know, but you kind of own that thing where it's like, oh, my girl got MS, I'm out. Like, I'm not living like this. Bro, you got to take ownership. Like, you know, and so I took ownership of, yo, this ain't what I signed up for. Like, I'm just going to be real. I was 19 when I got married. I never even thought about sickness at 19. I didn't sign up for this. But to C's point, what clicked in my mind in sickness and in health, I'm like, yo, this is what sick look like. You got to take ownership. Like, as a man, you said out of your mouth that I got you when you good, I got you when I'm sick. Now, I'm just being real, C. I don't even know if I was listening to none of that stuff when I was saying it. I'm just being real. I don't even know... I don't even know if I was paying attention. I just know I wanted to hurry up and say I do so that we could be married. And, and, and I could be like, all right, Didi is technically mine for the rest of my life. But when she got sick, it was like, yo, this is a different level of ownership. Now you got to like, and I, I wasn't used to Didi not doing her part. Didi ain't never not. It's been 50, 50, probably 70, 30, to be honest, when we first got started. I was probably a warm body in the beginning. You know what I'm saying? Um, you know, and but you we got to a warm. point. You kind of like a yeah, You feel me? You feel me? Your hands you be feel freezing me? all the time, bro. So, so, so probably 90, 10. You feel, they freezing now because it's 60 degrees outside. You was you know? breathing. Uh, you know what I'm saying? I, I, bro, I'm talking about that's all I was doing. So you talking... <laughs> You talking, we finally got to 50-50, and it's like, yo, this feel good, bro. When you in 50-50 with somebody, when it's teamwork, bro, it ain't nothing like your girl and you both grinding for the same cause, the same goal. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't nothing like Diddy getting up in the morning, I'm getting up in the morning, she hitting whatever, I'm hitting Michigan State. It's some stuff she don't want to do, some stuff I don't want to do, but we coming at the end of the year like, yo, we got this paid, we got the bills paid, we got kids, and then boom, she gets sick. You know, so for those of you out there, you got to understand that another level of ownership is I might have to do all I might have to do all the heavy lifting. And that's where most people see bail out. It's like it's cute. Like, I'm just going to be real. It's the, the reason why I respect C because C like, yo, I'm about to come up here and do the podcast. He ain't getting no check for that. I'm just like, yo, C, I'm good. Like, for real, I know how to do it now. Like in my mind, I ain't even look at the script. But in my mind, I was like, yo, I got it. I'm going to get in. I'm going to get out. It's whatever. But what C is saying is like, no, E, I got, I'm going to pull you too. I'm going to pull you too. Like, I got you. I'm going to pull you too. And that's the next level 
of you ain't ownership. No check for the voiceover. That's crazy to me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we could talk about it after the line. You know how you find hey, something don't do, out don't live. Don't do me like that you on the line. It's gonna seem bad. <laughs> right. yeah, you know what I'm it's gonna make me look bad on the line. On the fly. Shoot, I could have <laughs> you know swore I had a little back yeah. end, but okay. Well, <laughs> hey, hey, what's hey, done is hey, done. Hey, see. <laughs> You can't say it on the podcast because it is like we divided. You know what I'm saying? So you just got to roll. You just got to roll with it. You know what I'm saying? Just roll with it when we're on the podcast. You can call hey, me afterwards. You feel me? Send me a voice memo after. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what else I want y'all to send me? Uh-uh. Some more Organifi. Hey, let's go. You dig? Oh, yeah, Organifi, man. The Superfood Green Juice Powder. That's powering up the whole ETA staff. All right? Uh, Organifi, man. Yeah, we uh, we we live by this stuff, man. Been rocking with it for a long time. You guys know the drill. If you're out there, go get some, all right? And go get some on us. We're going to give you a little discount just for shouting us out, all right? Go to Organifi.com, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I.com, slash uh, promo code success, sorry, O-R-G-A-N-I-F-I. Uh, please, go check it out. Let us know how you feel, all right? Keep yourself, listen, it'll help you. Um, man, regulate your, your, your stress, you know, uh, use the restroom regularly, it, you know, just the whole nine. Just give you a nice uh Take feel, ownership, so, full ownership. Full yeah, ownership right, of your body. Um, yeah. Organifi.com. Also, man, I, I haven't said this in a while, but somebody told me like, hey, you really need to tell your listeners to go leave reviews. Um, listen, man, I know it's a lot of trouble. I know you guys are busy. I know you have a ton of stuff to do. We only jump on this thing for 90 minutes every week for your entertainment. We're just asking one simple little favor, man. Go to iTunes, leave us a review, all right? I don't really know exactly what it does, but I think it kind of bumps us up the charts and allows more people to be exposed to what we do. So if you got three minutes in your day, go to iTunes, rate it, all right? Give us that five-star like, and then uh, also, man, just write a little comment. It could be a bad comment, good comment. I don't really care. Just write a comment. We'll read the negative reviews. If you got a positive <laughs> review, leave that too, man, because we appreciate that. So check that out. Also, um, ETA Game Changers, you guys know what we're doing, man. We are turning people into professional speakers all the time. Just got a call or a text. Val texted me a text from our call yesterday. Somebody locked up two contracts immediately following mm. you know, our call yesterday, E. So I was excited about that, man. People are learning and growing. If you have a gift to speak or communicate or want the, to learn uh, you know, speaking and communication and get paid for it, turn your passion into a profit, etagamechangers.com. All right, join us today and uh, be ready by our next meetup, man. We're getting on stage and we're going to go crazy, man. It's one of the funnest things we do. We have a blast at those meetups. It's hilarious. It's fun. People learning and growing and uh, most importantly, people making that check uh, from going out and speaking. So... Uh, make sure you do that. Carl, what else we got? We got, I know we yeah. in New Orleans here shortly. And just a week or out. Nolan, we a week out from me. New Orleans. Yep. Yeah, a week out, y'all. So just go to the website, etinspires.com. Hit that events tab and you'll see. And right now, I don't know, I don't know when we end, see, but right now we actually got a buy one, get one sale. We got a whole sale going on. Yeah, it's still going. Yeah, okay, we got it till Friday. It's still going. Is it? Okay. Tell them I to think jump it's to the then. weekend, but I'm just saying, okay. you listening to it now, don't go on and talk, talk about Monday. I like, thought we were supposed to stop that yesterday. Yeah, we might have, but we did it. Hey, somebody didn't communicate effectively, so it's All still right. going. <laughs> so yeah, New Orleans, September 12th, 13th, that's literally next week. 
And then October 5th, 6th, we head into DC. It's actually in Virginia, y'all, but they're also close. Like, we know that that DC area is strong, so we just said DC, but it's right, right across the border in Virginia. Uh, make sure y'all come check it out. Of course, we feature in the hip hop preacher, Mr. Jamal King. We got Tiffany out there, y'all. Man, shutting it down for our ladies. Tiffany, let me just tell y'all, if y'all have not followed Tiffany yet, I don't know what y'all been waiting on. Y'all do not want to miss out on her. Tiffany is dropping. I'm talking about nuggets. So make sure y'all come check it out. And then, of course, see, we got our Phenomenal Life 2020, Riviera Maya. Oh, that's right. Mexico, April 25th to May 1st next year. So, again, we're giving y'all ample time to put them pennies aside. Ain't no excuses. You should be saving from now. You should have been saving from, I'm talking about, we started this joke of what, in March, April? So come on, y'all. Y'all do not want to miss this. I'm talking about East Letting is here all the way down. C mm. Growing is here all the way back. And mm. we're going to have some fun. We're going to have some fun in Mexico. Bro, man, so make sure y'all come check it out. There we go. There we go. So, yep, that's it, see? Um, all right. Uh, let's see. I don't want to do Ask ET because I have to go. I actually have to take my mother to the airport. Shout out to my aunt, my mom, uh, or my, I should say my all my aunts, uh, my mom, my cousin Danielle, Sonny. Happy birthday to my cousin Danielle. They all came down. I had them down here for a week. They were actually supposed to go to Savannah, but uh, with the hurricane, yeah, can't do that. Uh, they That's weren't right. able to go. Uh, so they stayed Dorian. here, man, spent the whole week with us, man, and just had a blast, man. My mom's sisters are literally the coolest, man. They're, they're dope, and we had a great time with them down here. So um, some of them drove. My mom bougie, bougie, so now she'll only fly. My mom, fair foul. My mom, I couldn't get her to fly to save her life. And I was like, Mom, you got to learn to start flying. Take too long. And now she just refused to drive. I'm like, okay. <laughs> you can't even hop in with your sister. So uh, fair foul, her and my cousin Danielle mm. both flew. You know what I mean? So they, my aunts left this morning, and uh, mom's got to get to the airport. So I got to take my mom to the airport. I'm glad we were able to get this particular podcast done because, man, we haven't started, done it this late in quite some time. Uh, shout out to everybody out there uh, listening. Let's take full ownership. E, do you have a quick nugget of the day that you can hit? I feel like we forgot something, Carl. I don't know what. Shoot. Oh, uh, yeah, I'll have the, um, for those of you who've been asking, I will, God willing, I had them in um, New York. I had the uh, my secret superpower. Uh, superpower, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I'm bringing them to New Orleans, and then I'm bringing Trey with me to D.C. Trey gonna be signing them in D.C. Oh, but I will cool. have them. You have to charge yeah, them. I will have them in New Orleans um, and New Orleans, and I'll be signing New them Orleans. down there, man. So make sure you hey, get them. I know a lot of people out. on the podcast have been like, "Yo, sold out." They've been sold out every time. So yep. Um, yep. I appreciate the support from everybody who's buying them for the kids, the nieces and nephews, for other entrepreneurs, as we already discussed. It's an entrepreneur book as well, um, but it's, it's doing really well, and I appreciate that. But just a heads up, FYI, I will have them in Nolens, and uh, looking forward to seeing everybody there. Uh, it's going to be a great time. So, E, hit us with that nugget of the day so we can go on and get this Thursday well, we already, cracking. Carl oh, already shout gave out to the to NFL us. is back. Um, oh yeah. yeah, shout out to the Lions. What's your predictions with the Lions? Okay, yeah, everybody pick a Super Bowl winner. I'm going uh, um, to go with the Lions getting the first pick in the 2020 draft. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, my Super Bowl prediction this uh, year, you know what? I want to, my heart wants to go with Kansas City because I like Mahomes. Oh, uh, that's um, where I was going. But my head says 
never, ever bet against the Patriots against until Tom Brady, Brady die. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Until Brady just die and they bury him. Uh, I, I think uh, I, I'm going to go with the Patriots once again, unfortunately. I'm not a Patriots fan, but you got to respect greatness and uh, you got to respect Brady at Brady and Ebo, 49. You know what I'm saying? Ooh, they both, yeah. they both <laughs> turning the corner on 50, and uh, he's still out there winning. So uh, I'll say Kansas City as my hopeful champ. I'd love to see Mahomes get it done. I always like Andy Reid. But I'll take the Patriots to go ahead and, and lock that thing up. What about hey, you? I'm going, I'm going Kansas City. Like at some point, the guard got to change. The changing of the guards at some point. So I'm just going to go out mm -hmm. there and say this is the year that Tom Brady going to have to just let it go and let Mahomes do his thing. Yeah. And uh, E, who you got? Question. I got the Detroit Lions. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Detroit Lions. Let's uh, go. Uh, and I just want to know what I'm going to get when they win the Super Bowl. I just want to know what I'm going to get. Mm. Uh, which y'all gonna give me because y'all think it's a joke. Detroit Lions staffer has the best year he's ever had in his life. And um, they ride the high end to the Super Bowl. They ride, huh? they, uh, they, they, they ride, they restore the roar. Right. <laughs> Let me tell you something. In order to restore something, it had to have been there in the first place. At some point, <laughs> right. I got the jacket, I got the Lions jacket. 57. Mm. We won a Super Bowl in 57. We were storing oh. that roar. Rah. Mm. Uh, first of all, in 57, it wasn't even called the Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm not sure what uh, it was called, but the uh, Lions, the, the, the Lions you know finally saying? burnt me out, dog. I'm going to be real. They just, you know, God love Rah. them. But man, they just, it, it, it's like, dog. I, I told my brother, I said, it's actually harder to lose and be a losing franchise this long than it is to just luck up on a couple good seasons. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. harder to do what we've done. Like, it's actually Im almost impossible to have that many high picks, and we still haven't won a playoff game since Barry Sanders. So, it's anyway, uh, happy happy football. Enjoy it. Rawr. Hopefully, by the time y'all hear Rawr. this, Serena got another uh, a yes, championship. Sir. Serena has just been a delight to watch. Um, you know, just <laughs> killing it, man. So uh, precious. Just, uh, what? Are we still talking about Tennessee? He start giggling. <laughs> no, no. My wife uh, is the one who pointed out the cat suit. Okay, she said, <laughs> "Would they let her wear that at Wimbledon?" And I said, "No, ma'am. No, no ma'am. Wimbledon is ready. No, uh, ma'am. For that." All. You know what Wimbledon I'm saying? Wimbledon ain't so. ready for all this jelly. No, wait, I, I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Serena. Just, man. Happy belated birthday to Beyonce, the queen. Oh, queen yeah. Big show. Yeah. 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 We, I, we got all our Women Crush Wednesdays in there. All right. <laughs> um, and, uh, yeah, give us a quick nugget so we can get up out of here. Oh, Carl already gave it to us. Ain't nobody coming to save you. You mm. got to be an owner. You got to take ownership of your life, and then when you get to the next level, you start taking ownership of other people's lives. Hey, appreciate that negative day. Hey, y'all go to iTunes right now and write that review before you forget, because I know y'all already forgot. You was like, see, I got you this time. I'm going to do it, but you forgot. So go do it for me now, man. We love you. We love you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Say what? I said, love you, Eddie. Thank you, Eddie. Oh, yeah. Thank <laughs> no you. doubt. Yeah, shout yeah, out, send shout them out, files. Shout out, shout out. We'll see you next week. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate.
on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity 